from the National Society of Genetic Counselors, this is the NSGC podcast series. Exploring stories of leading voices and best practices in genetic counseling. Welcome to the NSGC podcast series. I'm your host, Naomi Wagner, and I'm here today with another special edition episode on the topic of justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion and the Exeter Report. As a reminder, in 2020, NSGC contracted with the Exeter Group, a consulting agency that specializes in health equity and organizational assessments of diversity, equity, and inclusion. NSGC engaged the Exeter Group to complete a DEI assessment of NSGC and to provide recommendations for how NSGC can become a more just, equitable, diverse, and inclusive organization. A few months ago, in June, I spoke with Vice Chair of the JEDI Committee, Kalita Leaquat, about the open call for feedback related to the Exeter Report. Many folks provided feedback. Over 500 comments were received from individuals and groups. Since many people might be interested in some follow-up and might be thinking, okay, so I provided my feedback, now what? We wanted to do an update episode. We can't cover everything, and these are evolving efforts. And I know there are lots of places to get JEDI updates, such as on the NSGC website. However, for many of us, we like talking about these topics in conversation. So for those who are interested in joining the conversation about follow-up to the Exeter Report, I'm pleased to host a conversation today with Jody Vento and Brady Bunkelman. Jody is a director at large on the NSGC Board of Directors, where she currently serves as the board liaison to the JEDI committee. Brady Bunkelman is currently entering their second year as a graduate student in genetic counseling at Northwestern University and serves as the student member on the JEDI committee. So without further ado, let's go to our conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Jody and Brady. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us, Naomi. Can you both provide our listeners with a little background on your role within NSGC and how you have been involved in JEDI efforts and the review of responses to the Exeter report? Sure. In 2021, I became a director at large on the board of directors for NSGC. As part of that role, we serve as board liaisons to various committees and work groups. And I've had the privilege of being the board liaison to the JEDI committee. Just a note, the reason that we say all the letters for JEDI, for Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion, is just to really give this work the importance that it deserves. And so I think there's a tendency to say JEDI and add Star Wars connotations. And so we tend to say all of the letters to just impress the importance of each one. And I have the privilege of being the student member on the JEDI committee. I joined back in March of 2021 and have been taking the opportunity to really use this committee to get to know NSGC and to really just get involved. Great. So let's just jump right into the responses that we're talking about. I see that a total of 514 individual and group comments were received. And I know it still might not have been the response rate that was hoped for, but numbers wise, that's still a lot of comments. So I'm curious, what was the process for reviewing the comments and compiling them all? Yeah, of course. So We took a smaller portion of the JEDI committee and formed almost like a little bit of a work group. And as far as how we reviewed the comments, we all took a general glance at all of the 514 comments to kind of get a high level picture. And then we also subdivided it up. So we made sure that every comment was getting specific attention by at least one or two of our eyes. 
to really be sure that we all could come together in a few meetings to really process all of this information because 514 comments while potentially a low response rate is a lot of comments to go through and to really process especially when some of these comments were pages long yeah thanks brady and i'll add to that that as part of the process for engaging feedback around the Exeter report. The leadership of NSGC and the JEDI committee met with a number of various stakeholder groups, so including SIGS, MGPN, the Minority Genetics Professional Network, ACMG, the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics, ABGC, and, and many, many more. The list is long. So the comments reflect both individual responders and also key partner organizations. And for me, it was really great to be able to hear from our membership, but also to hear from voices that we may not have heard from previously. So lapsed members, non-members, students, and, and more. And so it was really a, a very representative group of comments that we received. And I know Brady alluded to the fact that some of these comments were quite long or pages long. I also imagine some of them could have been kind of heavy or tough to read, as I know parts of the Exeter report itself was as well. Can you each share kind of the experience of reading through these comments? Sure. So similar to the Exeter report, some of the comments were heavy. Much of the open comment period focused on how to prioritize some of the action items proposed by Exeter. So for me, I think one of the challenging things was just to see that everything felt important to everybody more so than, than other things. And as far as I go, the process for this we had a short turnaround time of when we wanted to read through the comments and present the memo that we'll probably talk more about later to the board. And so I think for me, I really embedded myself in the comments for a few days. And while some of them were hopeful and provided recommendations, others were more reflections of people's feelings of reading the Exeter report and almost of a urgency, which got me really thinking deeply about the organization of NSGC and thinking about these efforts that we are really trying to implement. So it was something that I was doing during my clinic days where I was every time I had a second, I was reviewing comments. It was something I was doing before going to bed right when I woke up and really just embedding myself in all these comments for almost a week was really, really, really difficult at times to read through all of these and process my own emotions to the Exeter report and all of these comments as well. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I want to thank everybody who spent lots of time and emotional energy reading through these comments. I know when I previously spoke to Kalita, she said NSGC was open to and looking for it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, the curated. And as you're kind of suggesting, some of it was very curated or hopeful or constructive and others were more emotional. I'm wondering, was it kind of all over the place or did you tend to get more of those initial reactions and emotions or did you get more constructive feedback or recommendations? I think it was really all over the place. For me personally, I tried to focus on the constructive ones. I would try and go to those ones when I was feeling kind of down because I wanted that direction. And I would say a lot of them were constructive. A lot of people had ideas that were really nice and sometimes 
enlightening to hear because it was things that either we hadn't been thinking about or overlooking and definitely went into our considerations when we were talking about all of the comments. Then on the flip side, like I mentioned, a lot of them were emotional responses or just reactions to having read the Exeter report. And it was interesting to see the wide spectrum of different reactions people had. The other thing I really appreciated about the comments was we received, as I mentioned, some comments from groups and you could see a peek behind the curtain of the conversations that were happening to bring those comments together in one cohesive place. And so I think that is a really wonderful side effect of this was that there were groups that were meeting and talking about the Exeter report and what should be prioritized and coming together to have those discussions. That's a great point. And I'm glad to hear that NSGC had asked for some group feedback as well. You guys have both been alluding to it, but you know, this was purposeful too. My understanding was that the goal was for the board's recent strategic planning to incorporate this feedback from our community and other stakeholders. So Jody, can you comment more on that? And when and how can we hear more about the strategic plan? Sure. So before diving into our strategic planning, which we started in July, we had a full day board meeting where we discussed feedback from the open comment period. And I'm so grateful to the JEDI committee and the work group that pulled together these comments in a complete but digestible way for the board to review. And so before we dove into the strategic planning, we had an outside consultant come in to discuss organizational strategies around diversity, equity, and inclusion. This really helped to frame the discussions that followed. Some of the important concepts that we talked about and we learned about before starting strategic planning were around urgency bias, which my gosh, was such a part of what we were reading from the feedback from the Exeter report and really thinking about the importance of getting on our own journey in order to lead others and the importance of that work. And one of the other tips that was shared with us as we embarked on this journey was talking about the importance of community engagement in all of our work. So building it together rather than for us. So building with us rather than for us. And that's something that really spoke to me in this process, I think really highlighted that. So for the strategic planning, we had a different incredible outside facilitator that encouraged us to really think about how would we define success for our organization. And then we broke up into small groups and independently develop some of the areas that we think should be our strategic priorities. And when we came back together as a large group, it was so wonderful to see that there were many synergies, certainly around JEDI. One area that we all struggled with was how to embed JEDI in everything and not have it as just a single siloed effort. And I think one of the other challenges at the board level is to consider how to be big picture and strategic when many of the impactful actions can be very tactical. So I wanted to share just a few parts of the process that I feel particular gratitude and excitement around. The first, as I mentioned, was just such gratitude for the group that Brady was a part of pulling together these comments to organize and compile in such a thoughtful way. 
way. It was a heavy lift on a short time frame, And Brady did this in the middle of his clinical rotations. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. And I'm also really thankful for everyone who took the time to read the report, to comment on the report and to help us think about how to prioritize our next steps. You know, I can say that as a result of all of that, I felt like we really heard from so many different people in our community and we're really able to incorporate that into our strategic plan. So we're finalizing our strategic plan now, and I look forward to sharing it soon. You'll definitely see JEDI as important elements woven throughout the plan. And you'll also see that the work for JEDI won't just rest on the JEDI committee. This is going to be work that every committee leader, SIG, and beyond will undertake. Thanks for that. And I look forward to hearing more about the strategic plan moving forward. I know you mentioned how Brady and others were involved with compiling information to share with the board, which we're really grateful for. And also members of the JEDI committee have been helping compile some information to share with our genetic counseling community at large as well, which is really helpful too. And podcast is one of the ways we're talking about it, but we're talking about it in other places as well. And Brady, I know you contributed to a recent Perspectives blog, which was titled Illuminating Truths, Your Feedback from the Exeter Group's DEI Assessment Report for NSGC. And this article highlighted some of the main themes that came out of our community's feedback. And I'm curious if you could comment on some of these high-level themes that especially stuck out to you and that you and other members of the JEDI committee chose to share with us and the board, if you'd like to comment on that too. Yeah, of course. So I, along with Aaron A. Williams, wrote that blog post. And what I realized through doing that is it's very, it's very difficult to go high level when we had 514 comments that we had to discuss and go a little bit higher level at our meetings and for writing the memo. Though we did try to use a lot of specific comments within our memo as well to inform the board. But then even taking that and trying to either in a 30-minute podcast or a 300-500 word blog post really talking about what these high-level themes that we got were without detracting from all of the taking from individual comments. So that process in itself was difficult and trying to pull together different individual comments to these high-level themes was quite illuminating in ways. The main ones that stuck out to me, because I'm a student, were more so the ones about NSGC as a whole organization and increasing the transparency within an NSGC. I think that one really stuck out to me because as students, I don't think, at least I don't as a student, know a lot about NSGC or its partner organizations or how all this functions, where are programs in relation to NSGC, who is connected to who, where's all this leadership. It's a very confusing system to really get my mind around when we're thinking through all of these ideas and next steps for NSGC to pursue JEDI efforts. Is NSGC the place that can actually implement all of these changes because we are seeing a lot of comments as far as it goes for programs and making programs safer for students. Is that something that NSGC can really help shape? I think it is, but again, I don't know the whole process and thinking about is this information that we also should be sharing with program directors, SIG leaders, 
all of these other leaderships and bits and pieces of NSGC or that are all tied to NSGC to really implement these efforts. So the whole idea of about transparency and which groups need to take action was definitely one of the themes that stuck out to me. Another one of the larger themes that stuck out to me that I did kind of hint at was the idea of trying to diversify the pipeline and really reaching out to diverse individuals to really diversify the field. Something that I heard even during interviews was that NSGC was a white girls club, that when I would go to the annual conference, I would be one of the only males, that I'd be one of the only LGBT individuals there. And it was something that I definitely thought about when I was applying to programs. I would look at the previous classes and see if there were other people that looked like me, if there were other diverse individuals, and really thinking about how we can diversify the pipeline. Again, alternatively to that, I mentioned that there's a lot of work that needs to happen in programs, and that also came up in a lot of, of the comments is how can we make programs safer for students along with their supervisors? And I think some of the not frightening or scary thing to think about is that our profession is situated in such a way that students and new members are trained not by just one individual or one governing body, but we're all trained through all of these supervisors, which are all members, supposedly, of NSGC or can be members of NSGC. So on the one hand, we're thinking about the large organization, but then we have to think about everybody who makes up the organization and how we really think about pursuing these efforts and making sure that students are safe so that we can diversify the pipeline so that all of these different parts can be working together and be transparent is something that I think is going to take a lot of work and a lot of time, unfortunately, and it's hard to be thinking about that. But that is, for me, a lot of the themes that I took away when reading these comments is that there's a lot of work ahead of us and we are all part of this system that is interworking together in order to get this system in such a way where we can truly make changes we all do have to put in some sort of effort thanks so much for sharing that brady as a program director i had some of the same feelings reading the comments and it really illuminates the importance of our partnerships with organizations because i think that much of the work certainly is part of nsgc's purview but it expands beyond that and i think that there are really impactful ways that we can work together to reduce redundancies and to create synergies moving forward and a lot of those conversations have already begun one thing i will add is one of the themes that we heard from the comments was about the urgency, so act now, but balance it with thoughtfulness and sustainability. And I would say that theme is the theme that allowed me to take a deep breath because it does feel as though everything is impactful and important and urgent. And so understanding that we need action now, but that it has to be balanced with sustainability and thoughtfulness allows me permission to kind of take a step back and really be careful and thoughtful in all of our approaches. 
Thanks for sharing that. I think many of these themes certainly resonated with myself or others who had provided feedback. You did both mention how our community is not just one organization. It's lots of different people and organizations, and there's lots of individuals who may or may not be members of NSGC. And lots of these people provided comments, and maybe not everyone is at the same place personally, or the organizations may not all be at the same place with regard to JEDI work. So I'm curious, were there comments that were kind of against current JEDI initiatives? And how might we address these views within our profession and broader community? So yes, there definitely were. It wasn't the majority of the comments, but there were comments that had that theme. And I think we have to look at all of the comments as feedback and data points. So if there are some individuals that feel that this shouldn't be a priority for our organization, albeit a minority of individuals, it is a perspective. It is one of the perspectives that we have. And it highlights the need to reach everyone, especially those that don't have JEDI on their radar. I think that it highlights the importance of having a strategic plan that incorporates many of the important challenges that we face as a profession. And it really challenges us to think creatively about how to engage everybody in this work. I don't have the answers to this, but it's absolutely on our radar. And I think one important element is weaving JEDI considerations into all of our structures and policies and practices so that it's not just a single standalone workshop, but rather something that in time is just a part of who we are and what we do. And frankly, changing culture just takes time. I'd like to add that as far as addressing these views, I think, again, it relates to how a bunch of these different structures relate and thinking about how can we get to these individuals while also not singling them out, while also being sure that they come and meet us where we are going and continue on with us. We don't want them to just meet us where we're at and be like, okay, JEDI is something I need to think about. We want them to eventually come along for the ride. So how do we do that? Is that something that NSGC provides resources to program directors and program directors provide resources to supervisors. Is that something where we think about being sure that this is a topic that people talk about at the annual conference during CEU offerings? Just really thinking about, like Jody's mentioning, how do we weave JEDI into everything that NSGC is thinking about and everything that NSGC is touching? Because while we keep saying there's all these moving parts, I do think that NSGC has a role within all of it. And leadership within NSGC needs to take initiative and think about how now that we have all of these comments and all of this information, how do we now become part of this moving forward? And how do we really incorporate these ideas into everything we do? Yeah, it definitely a big task that NSGC will be part of, but not the only one. And as Jody noted, uh, work in progress. And I think the Exeter report and the feedback clearly indicates that there's a need for forward progress. Thinking on that note and thinking about how maybe there were people who aren't even ready to join the JEDI initiatives yet, and the status of our profession is upsetting to some. And Brady did mention that he started to realize certain things about our profession 
organization, even during interviews. I'm curious, this was one of your first interactions with NSGC and your work with the JEDI committee. And I'm curious, how does this make you feel about joining NSGC and the profession? One thing I've been taught is that saying, I don't know, is a great response for clients and patients. And to be honest, I I don't know how this makes me feel. On the one hand, because I was able to read comments that had clear recommendations and that were excited for this work, I am I'm hopeful that we will go in that direction. On the other hand, I know this is something that NSGC has been talking about or thinking about or struggling with for a while. And I think the one thing that does make me the most hopeful is talking to fellow classmates and us recognizing that this is something we have to think about and that however cliche we are the future of the <laughs> of the organization and so i know a lot of my classmates are pursuing thesis projects that have interest with jedi we are more i think bold to talk to supervisors and faculty members about how to change how we talk about certain conditions, how we talk about gender and sexuality within our classes, and really at the point where conversations can hopefully lead us forward. It was, again, very difficult to read, and even throughout the application process, and sometimes even currently, I wonder if there is a spot for me within this organization is this mounting pressure almost on me because I feel like I am in the minority. Am I going to burn out at one point trying to push and push and push? Is that something that is falling on minority members to really push for these JEDI initiatives? And so again, I don't know how I feel about how this will pan out. I know that There is an excitement, that might not be the right word, but a anticipation that we are starting to get the ball rolling. And I'm hopeful that it will continue to move. Thanks for that honest, reflective feedback and commentary about your experience with NSGC. I think maybe some of our perspectives and students listening will resonate with some of that. And I do think you're correct. It certainly cannot be only on the members who are historically excluded or minority members of our profession to be pushing this forward. But we certainly appreciate hearing the experiences and voices. And for both you, Brady, and And Jody, we really appreciate you sharing kind of honestly what this experience was like reading through the comments because most of us did not have the opportunity to read through all that feedback and see what it felt like and how those conversations were going. On that note, maybe more hopeful of thinking that maybe some of our listeners who previously were not engaged in this work are now starting to think to themselves, okay, I am getting more involved. I did read the report or I provided feedback. Now what and how can I get involved? and stay up to date on this JEDI work and the efforts within the genetic counseling field. Do you guys have suggestions or comments on this topic? 
Sure. So at our annual conference, tune in, we'll have some great sessions around JEDI. Additionally, our action planning task force for JEDI will be starting soon. And that is a short-term group. It's a heavy lift. That group is charged with really coming up with what our action plan will look like. And there will be many opportunities, I believe, for involvement with various efforts on SIGs and committees and probably many other areas. So I think stay tuned. There's going to be many different opportunities. And one of the things that I often think about is the importance and the gravity of this work can sometimes feel so big that you don't know where to start. I think all progress forward is progress, right? And so if there's an opportunity to just join an educational session or have a challenging conversation with a colleague or a student, engage in those opportunities. I know those sound like small things, but collectively all of those small things can add up to be really impactful. Yeah, I'd agree with Jody. Obviously, we can all look out for opportunities coming from NSGC, but I think it's not just thinking about those opportunities. It's really about having discussions. Now that we have been able to read this report and we've been able to see exactly what's going on, I think it's a lot more of those having difficult conversations with people. I think it's program directors talking with supervisors. I think it's students talking with faculty, faculty talking with students and prospective students even talking about it during interviews, asking programs what they are doing. And I think it will help everybody continue to have this on their mind and continue to weave it into what we are doing Thanks for those suggestions and highlighting that there is still work to be done and places to contribute, even for those who aren't able to make a time commitment, such as being involved in a task force, at least right now. I really appreciate you both for sharing your thoughts, feedback, and experiences. And I just wanted to see, do either of you have any final thoughts to share with our listeners? I guess I will just wrap by sharing my gratitude, my gratitude for tuning into the podcast, if you have, and an appreciation for helping to share this feedback that's really shaping our plans as an organization and profession around JEDI. So thank you. And I think I would also like to express my gratitude like Jody, and also just say that if you made a comment on the Exeter report, it didn't go out into the abyss. We did read it. Also feel free to start talking about that with other people. Keep the conversation going. We don't know who all commented. You don't know if one of your colleagues or someone else commented on the report. So start having those conversations with other people. Let's keep this conversation going because as a student, like I said, I'm really, I'm really hoping that we change. Well, thank you both for joining the podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today, Jody and Brady. We appreciate you sharing your time and perspective and for your work on the JEDI committee and on the board. This concludes the special edition episode of the NSGC podcast series. For more information on this topic, please visit www.nsgc.org forward slash J-E-D-I. This recording is produced by the National Society of Genetic Counselors. I'm your host, Naomi Wagner, and we'll see you next time.